How can you achieve and maintain business growth? Harvard Business School Executive Education is now accepting applications for a new program, Driving Profitable Growth. Taking place in Boston from October 25th through the 28th, this program focuses on business expansion and organizational growth strategies that can lead your company into the future. Learn more about this three-day program for senior leaders by visiting hbs.me growth. That's hbs.me growth. Big podcast for you this week on Locked on NBA. Mark Spears, ESPN's The Undefeated, talks about the rise of the Warriors, Michelle Roberts' role with the Union, as well as some great personal stories about the role of basketball in his life. That's all available in the last episode of Locked on NBA. This is The Scout. You've never heard of this before. It's an NBA scout. Comes on the show anonymously. He's hired by an NBA team. He gives reports, advanced scout reports for his team about every team in the league. And he comes on our show anonymously. We don't reveal his name, his team. So he'll give us the inside scoop. Today's show is brought to you by the Utah NBA online program. And you can do it online and get the same MBA degree and diploma as the on-campus MBA students at the University of Utah's MBA online program. Visit utahmbaonline.com. The courses are optimized for online delivery and it's personalized through coaching at the Advanced Career Advancement Center for you. It's all of the aspects of MBA program just done online, flexible, customized to your schedule. Visit utahmbaonline.com or call 801-587-8870. It's also brought to you by SeatGeek. Remember to use the promo code LOCKED when you buy your tickets at SeatGeek. Download the app now and find out why SeatGeek is the best place to buy tickets to any event, game, or theater show, concert, whatever it might be, and download the promo code LOCKED. Here is the Scout on LOCKED on NBA. Joining us now is the Scout, Scout number one. We had Scout two on last week. This is Scout one, the original Scout. I don't know if that, you know, you can decide whether you like original Coke or whatever. It's up to you. It's all, it's all good. So thank you very much, Scout, for taking the time with us. And uh, we've had some uh, fabulous basketball to watch for the last uh, two weeks. I'm a little sad that we don't get games eight and nine of OKC Golden State. Oh, I know it. I know it. This this uh, playoff series has been great. Well, all of the playoffs playoff games have been great. So, But uh, this OKC and uh, Golden State series was fabulous. Uh, what did Oklahoma City do? to cause Golden State that much trouble? Well, I think a lot of it has to do with uh, or had to do with their athleticism and their length and and, and their two big guys, um, uh, Adams and Cantor. They, they really gave um, Golden State problems. Um, and, I mean, Russell was was great most of the series. And uh, I, I, I thought <laughs> I thought that Oklahoma City was going to win the series, um, but I, I turned out to be wrong. But I just I just think that it was their length, their their athleticism. Uh, I mean, uh, their bigs playing well, and and Ibaka shot well. Their role players played well uh, throughout most of the series when when they got their touches. <laughs> So uh, I think those are the keys that, that helped them push Golden State to seven games. It, when you look at that, uh, actually, let's go. Let's let's take one more step backwards before we move forward. From 
what did Golden State do differently in the last three games? Well, for one thing, I, I believe that uh, they 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 tried to defend better. Now, they weren't great, but uh, they defended a little better, and they they were they seemed a little more loose to me. Uh, Clay was fabulous. I mean, Clay pretty much put uh, the Warriors on his back for games uh, <laughs> five and six for sure. And uh, Curry was a closer, basically. But I just think that they were a little more loose. And it, I don't know if it was more of what Golden State did, at, or, or, but more about what Oklahoma City didn't do. <laughs> and Golden State basically took advantage of Oklahoma City's mistakes. What, if anything, can Cleveland replicate that Oklahoma City showed them in the finals? Um, I believe that uh, they have to be in attack mode. They have to be in attack mode on offense. They have to make Curry play defense. They have to make Clay play defense relentless. And, 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 I mean, throughout the whole game, they have to keep going at those two guys. And and one thing Oklahoma City did do well is uh, they they touched Curry every time he moved. Somebody had their hands on him. They bumped him. They shoved him. They were really physical with him. And that that's what uh, Cleveland has to do also because it, it started to look like uh, uh, Oklahoma City's game plan was working uh, early on in the series by 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 beating up on on Steph. Uh, and uh, but it seems like they they kind of got away from that, and I think that Cleveland will probably try to maintain that throughout the series if they can. There's a few things about Golden State that are that are interesting. One, if you watch them closely, you can see as the series went on, Curry wanted a Baca, so they were they were always yeah. able to get it. Curry wanted a Baca. Curry's going to want love in this series. On the absolutely, switch. absolutely. Uh, he was going at a Baca. And Adams creating switches in the pick and roll to get Adams or Ibaka on him, and every time that happened, oh, it was murder. <laughs> and it's going to be the same thing with Kevin Love or even Tristan Thompson. He's going to get him out on the floor and pick and rolls, and he's going to go at him. Channing Frye has played a incredible role for Cleveland, particularly against Toronto. Is he capable of defending at twenty three feet on any of these switches? Can he do this kind of stuff? Of course not. Of course not. I mean, I mean, he he was great against Toronto. He he probably won two games for uh, Cleveland, but uh, he 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 will be a liability on defense, and they're going to go at him. So, what do you do if you're Cleveland? You've got Kevin Love, who's not a great defender, is a liability in the pick and roll. Last series, they showed on the pick and roll anytime Love was involved. I don't know if you can do that with the Warriors. You start showing on the pick and roll, and you end up with the Draymond Green with the ball in the middle of the floor on the four on three. If Channing Frye can't, do, what, what do you do if you're Cleveland? Well, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna have to do <laughs> or try to do what Oklahoma City ended up doing uh, last night and 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 going small, which didn't turn out well for Oklahoma City. But I because and I don't want to keep going backwards, but. I felt like Oklahoma City probably should have stayed big because it was working for them. And sometimes coaches 
coaches start overthinking and saying, well, they're small, they're beating us. Maybe we should go small too. Well, it turned out to be worse when they went when they went small. Nobody, so, can, nobody uh, can outscore the Warriors when the Warriors are small. No, you you can't. So you do what's been working for you, and 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 I mean, Adams looks like a superstar now, and it was working for them. And Cantor had a good game last night. So it, it you know it's I think Cleveland has to do what they've been doing, and uh, <laughs> you just hope that they're not, that Golden State is not hot or making shots. That's, that's really, that's the only thing you can hope for, uh, playing against a team like the Warriors. Uh, you hope they're, they're cold because when they're hot and they're spreading the ball the way they do, it's, it's just a thing of beauty. Can Cleveland, the one area where obviously Oklahoma City was largely deficient against the Warriors was the three-point shooting. Cleveland will shoot the three as much as Golden State will, if not more, frankly, under Tyrone Liu. Uh, can Cleveland be a threat to Golden State because they're going to match the three-point shooting proficiency? Well, that, that's a good question. I I don't feel like they're going to be able to maintain uh, their three-point shooting the way they have throughout this, uh, the playoffs. Uh, I, I could be wrong. But I, I just don't know how long that will last for them. I don't know if that's who they really are. Uh, and, or maybe that's who they've become now. I don't know. But I, I don't know if it comes down to a shooting contest. I'm going with the Warriors every day, all day. Before we get more from the scout and the NBA playoffs and the breakdown of Cleveland and Golden State, let's talk about the University of Utah NBA online program. Life's busy. You have a family. You're traveling for work. Career needs a change. So how do you do it? How do you better yourself? You do it with the MBA online program. It gives you a world-class MBA anytime, anywhere. And the program is specifically designed for a working professional like you seeking an innovative online MBA with a high-level flexibility. You get the same MBA and diploma as the on-campus MBA students. It's a U.S. News and World Report ranked the program one of the top 10 online MBA programs in the West. And it's customized for online. They use studio-recorded lectures, weekly deliverables. They provide personalized coaching through the Career Advancement Center the same way, tailored to whatever you might be doing in your career, and the coaches can work with you remotely or on campus. Highly selective program provides networking opportunities with classmates through an on-campus three-day residency and a group project. It's an MBA program online with all the advantages an MBA program gives you plus the flexibility to match your schedule. It starts in February, May, or August, and they're accepting fall applications now. So call 801-587-8870. Did you get that? 801-587-8870. Or visit utahmbaonline.com. utahmbaonline.com. It's the University of Utah's MBA online program. All right, let's get to some fun X's and O's. This is, gets right into your job, uh, advanced scouting for teams and, and breaking down plays. Let Golden State's primary offensive set is what? What if, if you're talking to your coaching staff, scout, what do you tell them that Golden State's primary offensive set go-to is? Uh, it appears to be a middle or side pick and roll uh, with Steph handling the ball. And um, and then they, they run a uh, also a a motion type set where they have play 
basically ending ending the set coming off a, a baseline screen. Uh and he's he I mean he's phenomenal coming off shooting coming off screens. But it's it's real simple. They, now every team has a million plays in their playbook. But it comes down to two or three different plays and can you stop those two or three different plays? And that's what Golden State is gonna do. They're gonna run mid and side pick and rolls with Steph handling the ball and, and maybe sometimes Clay. And uh, they're going to look to get him coming off the screen. I mean, coming off the dribble, uh, off the screen to, to create a shot or just pull up. If you go under the screen, you're dead because they both can shoot from half court. <laughs> when Clay's coming off that pin down, is it off a of big or is that where he and Curry do that little dance together on the wing? Well, typically um, uh, when he and Curry uh, do their little, their little thing, and it could be a dribble handoff. They do that really well, dribble handoff. And, and, and also, they will run some actions with Draymond handling the ball and have both of those guys coming off, off 10 downs. We saw Oklahoma City switched almost all of this. This was the, and it, and it negated a little of the warrior ball movement. That's why we kept hearing Steve Kerr saying, keep moving the ball, keep moving the ball. Can Cleveland just switch? What, what are your other choices? What, do you have other defensive choices other than switching? <laughs> well, other than switching, you have you, you you have to try to stay with your own man because when you switch against the Warriors, you're you're almost dead. I mean, there's nothing you can do, especially once the smalls have big guys on them that can't guard them because the smalls can barely guard them. So then you're going to end up with a big on you. Oh my God! You 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 have Steph Curry and then Clay Thompson salivating when that happens. Uh, so you you have to try to stay with your own and 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 just be as physical as you can and talk and communicate and only switch when it's absolutely a must because the switches kill people. Warriors, Oklahoma City, they'd get that switch. Steph or Clay would beat Adams or Ibaka. And, or or vice versa, and the for the, a lot of the time, there was still another seven footer back there, and there was Durant coming to the basket defensively, and the Warriors, you know, just looked so small uh, for much of that series, and particularly when they were driving the basket, it seemed as though that space just evaporated so quickly. But I envision this with Cleveland, if even if Tristan Thompson, who's probably the best out on the floor defender, if you beat Tristan Thompson, they don't. There's not another rim defender. They don't have the same type of length that Oklahoma City caused the Warriors problems with. Absolutely not. They don't have a, a paint protector or a shot blocker or anybody to, to, to protect the paint the way that uh, Oklahoma City did. And that's where they're going to have uh, – Cleveland will have problems because, this, I mean, Golden State will spread the floor. And they'll have guys in the corners or guys on the wings outside the three-point line. And those guards are going to penetrate and dish. And if they don't dish, they're going to get all the way to the basket. And uh, it's it's just going to be trouble for Cleveland. All right, let's flip it around. What's Cleveland's primary offensive sets? Again, it goes back to uh, pick and rolls um, with with Kyrie and uh, LeBron handling the ball. And uh, they 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 they've been spreading the floor really well and shooting the ball really well. So. They like to uh, run the, the angle action, the angle pick and roll with the floor spread, kind of like with the um, the uh, the point guard going at an angle, and uh, you've got shooters 
spaced uh, all around the perimeter. And uh, they really like that play. Uh, and and with LeBron, he will handle and pick and rolls from any spot on the floor. But he, he likes the angle pick and roll as well. All right, so angle pick and roll. Let's go with Kyrie handling off a LeBron pick. What do you do defensively? Well, I think I, I think Golden State's going to switch it. And um, with those two, you you can probably switch it because you can Clay will likely uh, Clay will likely be on LeBron, and so Clay can probably contain Kyrie for a little bit. Now, he can't guard him a whole game, I don't think. And then you have uh, either Iguodala or Steph on Kyrie. So the, the the switch there is not that bad. Or you have Iguodala on, on, on LeBron James, and he ends up on Kyrie when they switch. So that, that kind of evens itself out. And they can get away with the switch. I have, on the other hand, go ahead, Cleveland sir. can't. Cleveland can't. I have been critical of Kyrie more just on the chemistry of that team. But is there a is he as elite one on one player in the league? I mean, is there a better one on one go to the basket rim Ooh. finishing guy in the league? Ooh. Uh right now I don't think so. He I mean he he's a great one on one defender. He he can get his shot on almost anyone. And I truly believe if if he doesn't have a great series, Cleveland doesn't have a chance. Uh, he has to play well and have big games in order for them to be successful. More so than LeBron, or you're just LeBron so great you're assuming LeBron will be LeBron every game? I believe LeBron will be LeBron, but I believe, and I, and I could be totally off, I believe Kyrie has to be Batman in this series. Elaborate. Give me your thoughts. Really interesting thought. I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure I disagree because I mean, you start looking at the matchups and some aspects of it. But give me your thoughts on that. Why is that? I just think that he's he, he's such a phenomenal offensive player uh, that I, I believe that he he has to take more of a, of an offensive role and, and look to score more in order for them to be successful. And LeBron has to be more of a more of a distributor than look, looking to score as as he did last year. And I know he didn't have Love and Kyrie last year. But if, if LeBron has to do too much, uh, it, it, it's, it's a big problem for Cleveland. So you have to put the ball in Kyrie's hands more in order for that team to be successful. Uh, it's, a, it's, it's a great series for Kyrie. I mean, with the, the – because they're going to be playing against a lot of small ball. So he should thrive in this series. Uh, if things go uh, the way I, I think they will go, uh, uh, Lou has to trust him more, and, and LeBron has to trust Kyrie more. And Kyrie has to take more uh, more control. Now, how LeBron handles that, I don't know. We shall see. Get but you. I think he's good enough to be – uh, the guy uh, for Cleveland and LeBron be the second guy and and go from there. It gets interesting because the, the Cleveland's got to be proficient from three like they were against Toronto if they're going to stay with – I mean, they really almost have to outscore Golden State in this series because they're not going to be – what we've, we've outlined here is it seems very unlikely that they're going to be able to slow down Golden State with their – Personnel. Their personnel just is not the same as a Baca Adams to no. length. 
And so now you get into that angle pick and roll we're talking about. Kyrie's coming off. If Draymond switches on him, Iguodala switches on him. If Kyrie can beat those guys, now he's kicking out to Delvadova, J.R. Smith, if they're small, uh, Channing Frye, if if he's in the game, all plus 40% three-point shooters leading to them getting the offensive proficiency they need to have or vice versa. You're right. playing the pick and roll. LeBron's now posting up Clay Thompson, posting up Steph Curry, posting up whoever's guarding Kyrie, and doing the same thing when they come to help. Right. You're right. You're right. So Kyrie has the option. He can he can he can get all the way to the basket. Where uh, Golden State, uh, they don't really have any big time shot blockers, and which makes me say this. I believe that Bogut and Azili have to do more in this series. They have to produce a little bit more, whether it be defensively or rebounding. Golden State needs more from them. Interesting. I don't trust Azili yet. Neither do I, and that's why I'm saying they, they have to get more from those guys because they were basically non-existent against Oklahoma City. The thing about Bogut is he just sets such incredible picks, standard or moving, regardless. They're just, he's just, <laughs> I mean, I really think, you know, you go back to, what was it, game six when he suddenly played 30 minutes, or maybe it was game five. His pick setting is what got everybody going. It's so vital to the Golden State offense. I know they're dynamic when they're in their small death lineup, but there's something to them when they got Bogut setting picks to clear guys. Absolutely. He sets bruising, solid screens, and, and not all of them are, are, are legal, but, hey, they don't call it, and they're legal. So, uh, but he gets those guys free, and, and they, they should probably give him a bonus for, for, for getting them free. Um, and then, again, they, they move really well off the ball. The, the Steph and, and Clay, they move well, they cut well, uh, and, uh, and you got a guy like, Iguodala, who who does a little bit of everything. Uh, yeah, he was great. Boy, was he great. He was. You know, the other thing Oklahoma City did, I, I mean, was got to give them credit, is one of the most dynamic plays or effective plays is when Steph brings it up early in the offense on the push ahead, Draymond sets a quick drag screen, and now they're into their early action right away, and you don't have – I mean, you are scrambling – Oklahoma City ran Durant, Adams, Abaca back. Pickup point was about three or four feet above the three-point line. And the minute they rubbed off each other, they just switched. And they yes. completely took away that game. Now, is that something that Channing Fry, Tristan Thompson, LeBron James, Kevin Love can do? Can they mimic that? Because I think that was as important as anything else to keeping Golden State out of just being as flow, you know, easy flow as they usually are. Uh, I believe LeBron can do it. I just don't know if Fry and Love and, 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 and Thompson and those guys can do it without getting in foul trouble. I mean, Oklahoma City, to me, has the best talent in the league. I mean, 1 to 15. So they had guys who could really, who really know how to play and, and move fairly well, have good feet, athletic bigs. I mean, Adams has great feet for a guy his size. Uh, but I, I, I just don't see that in Cleveland. I don't, I don't think they have it. The thing that jumped out to me, just big picture, 
on the playoffs and watching Cleveland, watching Oklahoma City, watching Golden State. We had all these guys in the regular season, and there's some exceptions. J.J. Barea in Dallas, Rick Carlisle found a way to get a title with him, making it a big role. But, you know, you got guys who play these roles during the regular season, and I don't mean that, I guess it sounds demeaning, but, like, they're cute, right? They're the, they're the effort guy and the energy guy, and they do all this, you know, and you, the fans love them. And then, but when it gets to the playoffs, like, I don't care if Deion Waiters is a knucklehead. He's the number three pick of the draft. He's got elite offensive skills. Ennis Cantor is another one of those. And you know what? If you're going to survive in the playoffs, you've got to have just a sick, elite NBA skill set that, that, that puts you on a different planet than the other guys. It's the only way you survive playing. That's a fact. That is a fact. I mean, it, like you said, the key word you said, I like it, cute. Yeah, it's cute during regular season, but the playoffs, it's, it's a different animal. And, and, and in the series, teams make you do things that you're not accustomed to doing. And the ones, the teams that adjust the quickest or the best are the ones who finish. All right, Scout, anything, any insight you want to add on to this? We covered this pretty well. Anything you want to, you want to put on the little, uh, get, give our fans one more thing to keep an eye on, to watch, to, to zero in on that you think is going to be vital in a Golden State Cleveland NBA final series? I just, I just think that uh, it's, I think the, the, the teams, the team that has their big guys play the best will be the team that uh, uh, gets the four wins the quickest. <laughs> you think Cleveland's got, a legi- uh, you think Cleveland's got a legitimate shot here? I don't think they have a shot. But I don't think they'll win. Pardon me. I think uh, oh, Golden State is more superior, and uh, I, I just think that uh, and 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 as bad as Cleveland wants Golden State, Golden State probably wants Cleveland just as bad or worse because of all the things that have been said about well, we didn't have Kyrie, we didn't have Kevin, we weren't fully loaded. Okay, now you have them. Let's see what happens. Scout, I appreciate it. I got to share, I might be dead wrong on this, and it really may come, in my mind, it comes down to Iguodala and whether he's, you know, whether he can maintain this workload, right? They, Steve mm-hmm. Kerr's done a brilliant job of playing Harrison Barnes and, and keeping Iguodala's workload at a reasonable level. I think he went 34 43 or something like that in the last two games. And so I think yeah. that's, a, that's a huge issue. Part of me feels like Golden State's just going to kill him. I, I, I just feel like Ooh. Golden State's been through, and I, just been through so much and that they're going to get out there and Cleveland can't defend and then get back to being them and they're going to have this freedom of like oh my I mean they were so I thought they were so overwhelmed by the Thunder I looked up there and watched that and I thought I every time I'd look and be like wow Westbrook's bigger stronger more physical than Curry Robertson is bigger physical more stronger than Clay Thompson Durant is dwarfing Mm -hmm. Harrison Barnes Bacchus (laughs) dwarfing Draymond Green. Steven Adams is pounding these guys. And it looked to me like little brother battling big brother. And, you know, you can do it for like five minutes, but then as the wrestling match continues, you just wilt. And I am beyond me how Golden State overcame that and found a way to win. I I, I think it's so awesome. And I'm so stunned by it. I just think they're going to get out there and and Steph Curry's going to be like, oh, wait, Kyrie? Like, you can't guard me. <laughs> Kevin Love instead of Ibaka? Are you kidding me? Like, I just 
I just think they're going to just be like, oh, my gosh, we're like a great America at the park. Let's go. <laughs> I tell you what, we can only pray that this final series will be as good as the Oklahoma City Golden State series. <laughs> I hope it is. I hope it's this close. But I, I don't know. Maybe you're right. Maybe it won't be. I guess, you know, I'm kind of the school of thought. I hear, I hear the noise. I, I think we should be talking about how incredible Oklahoma City is. They just took a team that won 73 regular season games and beat them three times. That's right. And I, and, That's and, right. And if anyone knows my background, it's not like I don't have a lot of love loss for Oklahoma City, right? You know, they, 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 put a, they put a great – they treated me fine. They just put 30 of my friends out of work. So I understand. Right? Like, so I don't have a lot but, – but I'm in awe of what they did. I'm in awe of Billy Donovan. He stunned me. He was – I thought I thought he was the vulnerable piece. I thought psychologically, they we talked about it earlier. I thought Dallas had a chance against them just because of all the outside stuff. And instead, Westbrook and Durant looked like they were on their final stand, given every ounce they had. I thought they were incredible. So I feel like Golden. I don't know. Maybe I'm gonna you know regret that, but I feel like Golden State clicks in and Cleveland's like woo because it ain't this ain't Demar Derozan and Kyle Lowry and James Johnson anymore. This is Steph That's Curry for and sure. <laughs> Scout, sorry for that little little monologue there at the end. I had to get that off my chest, so we'll see. I appreciate your fabulous. Thanks you very much for taking the time, and uh, maybe we'll try to chat uh, sometime in June and run through the free agents, get your take on some of those guys. Absolutely. Enjoyed it. That is the scout on Locked on NBA. Thanks to SeatGeek for their sponsorship today. Download the SeatGeek app. Use the promo code LOCKED. You get $20 off your first purchase. That's LOCKED, L-O-C-K-E-D. And UtahMBAOnline.com. Today's podcast was brought to you by the University of Utah's MBA Online program. Visit UtahMBAOnline.com or 801-587-8870.